Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And today I've got my boo thing, Bo with me, Bo Clark. He is obviously a Vanderpump Rules, but really he's the Bo Clark of my life. Bo, hey boy, hey. <laughs> so we're sitting in the bathroom at our hotel in Chicago right now. Literally. First of all, we're on the Straight Up Astasi live tour. We're back on the road again. We're doing Chicago, Chicago, Toronto, and Cleveland this leg. And we're in this gorgeous hotel room in Chicago, like overlooking the Great Lake. And so we're like, let's sit at the window and do the podcast. And then we started getting like Spanish radio stations coming through my, like the wires. Yeah, it was, it was I was like, do you hear that? She's like, hear what? I'm like, it's like, I, I don't, you know, that's like, go, you know, that's all. <laughs> it was like, I couldn't hear it. It was like this, like the smallest thing. And I was like, I think this is like a radio sports like a like a Latino sports channel, and then we'd like move over, and then it would be like like classic rock. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bizarre. Technology's crazy. So now we literally are in a bathroom. I Bend? mean, we, it's it's at least it's Stasi's hotel room bathroom, <laughs> so it's bigger. <laughs> it's it's bigger than my apartment in New York City. I was gonna say it's bigger than my than my my room <laughs> so back in LA. So basically, I mean, it's still incredibly luxurious. Thank God for this boozy bit, this bougie bitch and her boozy yeah. bitch tour. I know. Right. Oh my God. Anyway. So finally we resolved that <laughs> literally Natalie and Bruglia style naked on the bathroom floor, except we're clothed. We should do this naked. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I'm okay. sure Tay would be like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? So anyway, Bo, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thanks for coming into my bathroom. You're welcome. First and foremost, we have some wedding stuff to discuss. You probably saw it already on Bo's Instagram story, but in case you didn't, uh, we're going to discuss it in more depth here because I don't think we discussed it before you actually announced it on your Instagram because it was kind of a secret. Yeah. And also we just weren't sure exactly where we wanted to get married. Exactly. So we're going to be talking about some wedding stuff, some deets. Also, BravoCon literally just happened. I didn't get to go to one thing, so I need all the details. I want like a BravoCon breakdown. Okay. Well, I just hung out like in the back. So, but I'll, gi- I'll That's give you the my, best I'll perspective. Give, I'll give you my experience. And obviously so much more. So anyway, first things first. So Stassi and Bo are getting married next October, in case you didn't know. And I have been talking about for a while now that I'm a bridesmaid. I recently <laughs> um, was hanging out with you guys in New York. I'm not, I'm not going to give too many details. But somebody was in the room that I was like, we'll be bridesmaids together. And she was like, I'm a bridesmaid. So I am petrified about talking about y'all's wedding because I like, I don't know what I, what's like, because we talk amongst ourselves about everything. Right. And so sometimes I have to like, I have to keep a little notebook of like what I know and what I'm allowed to discuss publicly. When to open your mouth and when not to open your mouth. Not even publicly, privately. (laughs) I know. It's terrible. I know too much. Yeah. There's still a bunch of people, not a bunch, but there's still a few people that I haven't even asked yet to uh, be be groomsmen. Yeah, be groomsmen. Exactly. So, but I feel like I already know who you're going to ask. No, you you know who they are. (laughs) Isn't it crazy? So like everybody always cares about weddings. Weddings are, I mean, Jesus, I do a a podcast called Betches Brides and all we do is talk about weddings. So, People love a wedding. I get it. That's all you guys talk about is weddings? On Betches Brides, that's all we talk about like, is weddings. I, Isn't that like crazy? other people's weddings? Because We talk about like specific like um, aspects of a wedding. So oh, okay. We'll have like experts for like flowers come in. But like it's, gotcha. weddings are like a nonstop content machine. They really are. Especially when celebrities are getting married, which you guys are celebrities. 
She is. You I'm, are I'm too. I'm the boyfriend. No. We, first of all, you're the fiance. Or the fiance. The <laughs> fiance. <laughs> but is it wild, like, having people clamoring to know, like, every single detail of your wedding at all times? Like, I feel like keeping a regular wedding detail secret is nearly impossible. So I don't even know how you guys are doing it in, like, in terms of we're just so not, many eyes on you. We're just not telling anybody. So it's, for me, it's Except not. Except for me. Not, Maybe stop telling me things. <laughs> well, are you leaking things? I don't mean to. I don't mean it was just you only did it twice so don't don't beat yourself up about it. <laughs> oh god okay i the stress is beyond i feel like a publicist i don't want to feel like to be a pr person now i'm not stressed yet it's it's it, the more stressed was just about finding the location and you know having it cleared for with production right so that's like stressful but there's nothing you can really do so why stress out about that Right. I don't need to add more stress to my life when I have no control over it. Well, like even like I knew that you were going to propose to Stasi before many people. Yeah. And keeping that secret was like killing me. Oh yeah. I'm if not you, a good secret keeper. If you would have, <laughs> if you would have ruined that for me, some of her friends almost did, and I almost lost it. Really? Who? I'm not going to say. <laughs> oh come on, no, please. No. How about, then don't say who. How did someone almost spill it? Um. Well, it was. Uh, it was like I told. Like some of her close friends, I'm doing a surprise birthday. I'm only inviting you uh-huh. to people that I'm calling. So do not say anything to anyone R- about the surprise, about the surprise birthday because it's actually an engagement. It's actually an engagement. And then um, a couple of them asked someone else that got to someone else to someone else, a couple of other people that I didn't invite. <sighs> and then it was like and then I was just like livid. I was a livid. I wasn't, you know, like the, the, like the, the two close friends, I was like, Oh, get it. But then it started getting to other people. And I was just like, I'm just going to hold this in and just say, it's fine. It's fine. Like nothing. It's she, you know, it didn't get out to her, Yeah. but it was for like, a, that was when I started stressing out. Okay. So because our- if she found out it would, and I, and like, as she found out that I was going to propose to her, I would have, and I would have literally killed people. <laughs> okay. So in general in life, are you a good or a bad seeker keeper? Oh, I'm good. You're good? Oh, I'm really good. Have you ever told a secret that you weren't supposed to tell? And how did it feel? Oh, it felt great. Of course, I've kept, <laughs> of course, I've told secrets, but it's like, but that weren't that bad. That weren't that big. Like one of my friends like made out with a girl and they weren't, it's not that they weren't together, but they were just, it just, they were just like, oh, and then, and then I, and then I ended up being like, oh yeah, but you made out with him. And she's like, what? And, and I was like, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but also we were shit faced. So I was at that time I felt like I gave zero fucks and then the next day, like the the amount of text messages I got from him being like, Bro, bro, what the F? Dude, dude, dude. And then I was like, Oh, <laughs> I'll, then I'll buy your tab for the next three weekends. <laughs> I mean, I am the world's worst secret keeper, and I probably have the world's worst job for keeping secrets in general. Because the radio show I talk two hours daily. That's a lot of that's a lot of me being able to spill a secret. Oh my god! And then the podcast, especially if you're on a roll. And then Betches Brad's were talking about weddings, and then I'm like, wait, what am I allowed to say? Wait, so I just keep referring to y'all's wedding and just say like my friend's wedding, <laughs> and I'm like, I I have a panic every time I do a podcast. I have a panic attack after. It's very hard. It's very well. How many stressful. friends do you have getting married right now? Just you guys. <laughs> okay. Well. <laughs> Well, great. Now the secret's out too. So they're, everyone's going to go back and listen to other Betches Brides. And then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my best. Just don't get mad at me if I say something I'm not supposed to say. I'm not the say. one that you'd have to the listen rat. to season one Stassi. The She's going to come Stassi. after your ass. Well, I told my. I don't know what's a secret and what's not a secret. So can we do a list right now of what y'all have told. Okay, here's the first secret. So, what, so you, give so me you details don't of the wedding it. that I know. Okay, Rome. Saucy is literally standing here like a dictator. Why don't you just grab this mic? Yeah. I'm waiting for the room for the bell. Okay, okay it's a bell. You can hear it. Room. Just give us the details. It's a soothing, like, like sound type of bell mm-hmm. that, like, you can kind of just miss. So, I'm like, have my head in like the other room trying to listen for the bells. But Rome, October. Okay. Because I didn't even know if we, if I could say Rome yet. 
Pretty sure that's the only okay. thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. And that I'm a bridesmaid. That's literally all we can. That I'm a bridesmaid. Yeah, until you start dropping secrets. And we'll, <laughs> we'll rediscover that by next year. Yeah, you guys, in terms of my status is what I'm going to be doing with Stassi and Bo's wedding. I mean, it's really all contingent on how good I am at keeping secrets. So I think she said that in an interview. She's like, well, you know, everyone's everyone's like, you know, people are invited, but I'm also going to see how good they are. until <laughs> the next. I was like, damn, that's cold blooded. <laughs> But when I told I was because you know you you accidentally gave it up. I mean, when I told my groom, my what is that, uh, the best man? When I told my fr- yep. friend Rob, the, who's my best man, we were just playing football on you know PlayStation football and having beers because it was like I just needed a day to chill, just do some bro stuff, and then we you know we drank like a whole bunch of beer, seltzer, whatever, and then and then he starts talking and he's like, well, you know, just like he started being like, well, you know about like our friendship and da 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 da, and I was like. Dude, are you like are you like fishing to see if you're gonna be a groomsman? I'm like, bro, you're gonna be my best man, so like, chill, like you don't have to sit there and like and like chill lobby out. and like yeah. And then he's like, oh okay, cool. And he's like, awesome, man. And then we hugged, and then we went back playing video games. And then I told Stasi that, and she's like, wait, you, you what? That's how you told him. I'm like, well, yeah. What am I supposed to do? Like, send him a card? Throw him a party? Like, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> I've never, I've never watched like a, a movie about how they go, hey, bro. Uh oh. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, she didn't hear the doorbell. Well, maybe they should change their dainty doorbell. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? So like, she literally got on her story and shamed me. She did shame because you. Because I just. Because you didn't um, ask special enough. I'm like, maybe guys don't do it like that. I've never. Sorry. this isn't. I've never even thought of a way. I didn't Google it. How to ask your friend to be a best man or a groomsman. So then I'm just like, fuck it. And then we found out it's actually okay. You can just be like, hey. So then I was like, okay, well, after that, I was like, well, maybe I'll. I'll do something more creative. Right. Like so, like maybe like release doves into the air. Send right? a carrier pigeon. Or make a custom t-shirt. Or make a custom t-shirt. So, but uh, when was it like? It was like last week. It was, at la- this point. It was last week. Yeah. So Rob's an Eagles fan. My best friend. My, what do they call it? Best man? Best man. Best, uh-oh. Stassi's coming in hot. Pa- pause. Pause. Pause this. I'm scared. I don't know how to pause. Just go. Rather, would you rather him take out all the hot food and you pause this podcast or keep it in the hot box? Keep it in, keep it in. and eat it after. And keep going. Okay, there you okay. go. Thank you. Wow, that was the best part of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> keep it in the hot box. Always keep it in the hot box. <laughs> that's, the title of that. that's the title. Um, so R- Rob's an Eagles fan, and Yorte is an Eagles fan. Yes, I'm randomly like just surrounded with so many Eagles fans. I know. A, what are we a, doing as to a ourselves? Rams fan? Um, so I was like, well, I'll, maybe I'll just make the next one a little bit better. So then I went and got an Eagle shirt and then I went to my local screen printer and I printed, will you be my best man? And then I scratched out the man part and then I wrote woman. <laughs> but when they printed it, it was because it, it, like I drew it up on uh, like procreate. And then when they printed it out on the, it said woman on top. So it said, woman, will you be my best groomsman slash slash? I'm like, I- I can't give this to a, my lesbian friend and say, woman, will you be my <laughs> groomsman slash slash take off the man part? I'm like, the woman is supposed to be in the bottom. Like, will you be my groom slash take off the man woman? It's so much nicer. <laughs> so then I'm like, fuck it. And, and it was, we were flying out to New York. So then I got on like on the airplane. I'm like sharpening out the first woman part. So it's not so like <laughs> aggressive and rude woman. Will you be my groom? You know, I was just like, like just reading the t-shirt. It was like, and uh, and then I when we went to the bar like on on Sunday yeah. when we were playing, you guys had a they had a buy. Yep. And I gave her the shirt, and she's like, "Oh, cool, an eagle shirt." And then she opened it up and read it, and it was she got emotional and gave me a hug. Oh. She's going to be my groomswoman. So we can talk about so we can talk about I'm a bridesmaid because I've been saying that when the entire tour. And then Bo decided to ask my girlfriend to be a groomswoman. Well, because we've I been friends it. for a while. And, I love and it. her and I are very similar. It's like you and Stas like to hang out in the hotels and her and I will go out and, yep. you know, hang Paint out the all town night. Red. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, it was like the sweetest thing in the entire world. And like, it's obviously special being a part of your wedding. But like the fact that now my girlfriend's in the, in, uh, yeah, the bridal party too with me. I'm so excited. I just have, I'm just like worried that she's going to like become best friends with Jack. I don't know why I'm so worried Who knows? I, I became, I became I friends with Jax. It's time to talk about an amazing sponsor of the podcast, FabFitFun. I love FabFitFun. I have for years. And the 2019 FabFitFun Winter Box is on sale now. 
wintry and cozy and just like everything you need to like get through the winter. And I'm so here for it. And I'm going to tell you my favorite products in just a little bit because don't forget, with FabFitFun, you can actually customize your own box. And I want to tell you about my favorite products. Like maybe you can throw that into your box as well. Just remember that these boxes sell out fast and so do the items. So you really want to get on it. FabFitFun is a women's lifestyle subscription box. It's filled with full size, full size, no dinky little trial, full size, premium beauty, lifestyle, fitness, home and wellness products sent straight to your doorstep each season. They take the hassle out of shopping, but they also take the hassle out of discovery. Discovery is super hard for me, especially with beauty products. Plus, beauty products can be like super expensive. So with FabFitFun, for like a very small amount, you can try so many different things and then really see like what you need to incorporate into your beauty regimen. In this winter box, they have these incredible nail sink thirsty hand mask duo. The name's a lot, but basically what they are, are they're these like gloves you put on your hands and they're full of like replenishing vitamins, plant-based extracts, shea butter, and you wear them and it helps to moisten, smooth, rejuvenate, and just like bring back to life those dry winter hands. And also I always love to like throw a little fashion in there for myself and they have these PJ salvage faux trim cable slippers that are literally heaven. The only good thing about the winter is I get to wear my slippy slips all over my house. Like I said, they sell out fast. They're $49.99 per season for like each box, but I'm promising you there's over $200 in product. I mean, like literally, there's products in there that cost more than you pay for the entire box. Tis the season to be giving. It makes gift giving a whole hell of a lot easier and way more affordable because you're giving someone so much for $49.99. Right now, of course, you know, I'm going to hook you up. Use coupon code STRECKER, S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R, and you're going to get $10 off your first box at fabfitfun.com. Again, use coupon code STRECKER, S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R, for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. And now, back to the podcast. I'm like, oh my God, her and Jax are going to become best friends. Wonderful. (laughs) Well, hey, if if I can, I feel like anyone can. Are you guys, seriously, are you guys going to, I don't know if you can talk about this, are you guys going to do like a Jack and Jill bachelor bachelorette party? Are you going to do separate bachelor bachelorette parties or or not going to do them? We don't know yet, but I I think it's going to be separate. I just know that Jax is... So my girlfriend is going to yeah. be at a bachelor party with with all with you guys. guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. And she'll be fine. Unless she actually... To be honest... No strip clubs. I already said that. <laughs> I, already t- I think... I, I didn't even realize that Jax... There was something on Us Weekly or one of those things that was like, Jax Taylor is... is uh, is uh What do they call it? He's planning Bo's, Bo's uh, bachelor party. And I was like... Oh, that's news to me. <laughs> I was like, that scares me, actually. That scares me. Yeah. So I, I just like screenshotted that and then wrote no strip, strip clubs on my Instagram. And then seriously, yeah, I, I just don't I'm not good with strip. It's not the fact that I, I feel uncomfortable. I've just never I just it's always just been sad for me. That's how I feel about strip clubs. I know like, you know, strippers are like, I love my job. And I mean, God, Cardi B's made stripping like female empowerment movement. I mean, seriously, at this point. Oh, yeah, I can totally understand that. But but I mean, I definitely I, I've been to a, I've been to a, considering I hate strip clubs. I've been to a lot, actually. I've probably been to like five in my life. One time I went to scores in New York with the entire Howard Stern like team. Howard oh. wasn't there, but it was like all of his people. And I they tried to get me a lap dance and I started to cry and ran out of the strip club. Every time I go to a strip club, I either cry or I yell at the strippers or the patrons. Oh, I'm just always like, <laughs> I usually just come in with money and I'm usually, I hang out in the back in the back. Cause it's usually, they don't bug you there. Like if you're up close, you know, they know. So usually I just have like a wad of fives on my left just to give them like when they go, Hey, you want to lap dance? I'm like, no, but here's five just to leave me alone. Thank you. <laughs> And also, I finished high school in Tampa, Florida. Well, Clearwater Beach, but no one knows that. So it's Tampa. And Tampa has some of like the top, let's quote unquote, best, like full nude and bar strip clubs. Uh-huh. And like you would go there when you're young. And I was just like, oh, man, this like this, you know, some of the girls are like, wait, is that a girl in our high school? Or what she <laughs> did she graduate two years ago? So there's always just been this thing that I've just never I just never been into it. I'm like, I don't need you to touch me. I'm totally good. I'd rather spend the money to bar yeah. and like meet a girl and have like a random one night stand, which that never happened really either. But <laughs> that's just like my my 
my like my thought process. Uh oh. What saucy? Uh-oh. She's chiming in. She can never resist. She can never resist. Oh, <laughs> she's coming. What? Oh, she's saying she's saying I've totally had, had one night stands. stands, not with a random girl that I just met. It would be like it's someone in like the circle or surrounding circle of their friend group where you've known, and then all of a sudden it just happened. So that's but like it's a, never like, like a meet and hook up. I've ha- I've had legit one night stands and they're awful. They're awful. You I, I just cut to me like going to Planned Parenthood every single day for like the next three months, getting tested for every single thing under the moon, thinking I'm pregnant and then having to tell my mom that like Jesus impregnated me because I'm like too ashamed to admit that I had a one night stands. Oh <laughs> Meanwhile, condoms were involved. <laughs> you should have like zip locked your body. Seriously, <laughs> give me a chastity belt. Can we bring those back in style? Saran wrap. Jesus. That shit. Okay, so no, stri- so no strip clubs. It makes me feel good. Also, this though. This is this is a bachelor party caveat that guys always try to pull this shit. Right. Don't forget, I was married to a man. I know all the secrets. He and he was like, oh, talk about a bad secret keeper. My ex husband, he always told me all the shit that went down at all the batch parties. Who was bad? Who was good? Um, he said there was a bachelor party one time that his friends went on. And they were in Vegas and like half the dinner, they went to a dinner, half the dinner like party wasn't there. And they were like, where is everybody? And somebody was like, oh, they all pooled their money together, hired a prostitute. And they're like basically standing outside a door taking turns to have sex with her. What is that? That's like a train. It's like Kelly Dodd, allegedly from Real Housewives of Orange County. That's some crazy shit. I just, I'm, I don't have anything to say to that. I'm shook. <laughs> so I don't want any of that shit going on either. Well, then I would, li- I w- if that happened, I would literally have to like. What would you do? I-, I would just have to think about who my friends are. <laughs> because the majority of my friends have like wives and girlfriends. Yep. So, I mean, I can maybe, but no, like, hopefully that would not be my hotel room. I read, there was this terrifying story that I read years ago on in like, I think it was in Cosmo. And it was about like. Basically, Cosmo like did like inside investigative reporting, like with like real men talking about real bachelorette parties or real batch parties and like what really goes down. And there was one story that shooketh me to my core. It was like an entire a bachelor party in Vegas, of course. And um, like it was like the bride's brothers were there. The bride's dad was there and they went to a brothel, all of them together. And like the bride's dad went in a room, the bride's brothers did. And then the, the groom to be did, too. And they like kept this pact between them. That shit is terrifying. Wow. Yeah. What, what's wrong with guys? Not I, you. I don't, You're not uh, this kind of a I guy. Don't know. So none of that either. Uh, well, no strip again, clubs, no prostitutes, no brothels. Well, tell Jax that. Oh, that's what I'm scared about. <laughs> oh, God. Dossie's making crazy in. faces. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm to the point where it's just like, I really don't care. I'm, oh, actually, one of, well, you know what? I, one of my friends got married and he did something cool. And they rented a sailboat and with a, one okay. of his friends was a captain and had us like a full on sailboat. And we left Marina Del Rey and we uh, sailed down to Catalina. And it was like a nine-hour sale, which was not – you'd think that's bad, but it was, it was so much fun. You know, we were drinking and having fun, playing stupid games like where you jump off the boat and you hold the rope and then people like throw a steak at you just to see how long you can stay in the bloody water while you're go- – and there are sharks out there. But it no, also that was, like, that was like after we all drank like a handle of rum. And then it was fantastic. I wore my little short, like little my little short, short WeHo bathing suit. <laughs> I had like four tank tops on because it's supposed to be sunny. And then right when we get there, some crazy storm front comes up and it's like starts to rain and it looks like the like Seattle weather. And the 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 the, the what is it? The the wake starts getting higher. Oh god. Rains all weekend. I'm freezing my balls off. <laughs> it was like the and I'm not a nature guy, but I started to I was like, this is literally the the worst thing. There's wildcats out on Catalina what? Island. There's buffalo. So sometimes if you're walking out at night, you you step into like poop that will literally come up to your ankles because they're <laughs> buffalo. They're huge. And these wildcats everywhere. It was the most awful thing ever. But then it was like when I look back on it now, I'm like, wow, that was really fun. But I'll never want to do that again. I'd honestly rather you guys almost get eaten by sharks and wildcats and like drown in buffalo poo then go anywhere near a strip club. <laughs> yeah. Well, to, well to, to, to be honest, to be we honest, just planned his bachelor party. You're going to Catalina Island. Congratulations. <laughs> I think next time I would just take the shuttle. It's only like three hours and you can still enjoy the water. I I think Stassi and I have to be together the weekend of his bachelor, our bachelor weekend, because we're both going to be so psycho 
and panicking together. <laughs> so, I mean, it's not that I don't trust my tailor. I just hot. really like, I just, I, you know, I'm gonna, no, 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 no. I'm going to be honest. I'm scared I'm gonna of a group be, of men together. No, I'm going to be as calm as fuck because guess Sorry. what? That shit's being filmed. Do you think he's going to do something <gasps> stupid on camera? Brilliant. Why do you think I brought him on the show? So that I could watch his every move. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh That's God. genius. I love it. Meanwhile, don't worry about us on Stassi's bachelor party. We'll literally be in her apartment in WeHo watching fucking Kardashians. <laughs> well, the fact that the fact that she just said that, which that makes me think that Jackson knows that it's going to be on the show, so he's going to just <laughs> do something that will be memorable. <laughs> Let's just say that. Just... And now I'm actually getting a little panic because I was like, I'm going to do what I want. Then I was like, oh wait, it's going to be on the show. They're going to want to make a TV show and Jax will do something. Oh, my God. I wonder uh, how my tailor is going to be on camera. That Because that's like a whole nother element to this that like I kind of keep forgetting is like, yeah, you're I mean, you guys are on a reality show. Obviously, like your wedding festivities are going to be documented. And you, we all know that I am basically the most terrified of reality television in the world. I mean, like, it's my favorite thing in the world to watch. But when I'm around the cameras, I act like a fucking freak. I do. I go mute. I'm literally like Blair Witch Project. You're a deer in headlights. I'll find the closest corner and I'll like just like stand with my back, like my back facing everybody for the entire day. So that's going to be really interesting when it comes to. Well, it'll be great when you're standing up there. You can just be frozen <laughs> when you're standing up with the other bridesmaids. It's like you'll just look so natural. I have to work on it. How, wait, how did you how did you get accustomed and used to those cameras for real, though? Because, I mean, you're a performer. I mean, even being on this tour, like you go out on stage. I feel like you don't even get nervous before you go out on stage. Oh, I did. And I still get a little amped up. But I just you don't see everybody. The right. lights are so bright. You know, it's like we're doing, you know, what, up to 2,000 people seat theaters. And those lights are like full on They're blinded. legit. Thank God. And it's just like talking to Sassy. So I just look at her and I talk with her. But then doing it more and more, I enjoy it. So then like. Then I, you get up. I, then I get you roll up around on stage. I make eye contact with people. I wave. You know, <laughs> it's just like. You feed I'm, off I'm, that energy. I'm, I'm, I'm feeding off it. So it's fun. It's It's something that, you know. I think I did a like a musical with some friend. Was like, Bo, you sing some like, okay karaoke. Would you want to do this like musical? And we ended up doing it for like I think I might have said this once, but we did it for like a year and a half. A musical? A musical, but this was like two thousand five. Where was four. where Broadway in, off in, Broadway? In, 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 no, Los Angeles. <laughs> was it like on the weekends, like every single night. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, two shows on Sunday. Shut up! Wait, wait, wait. What was this musical? It was how oh, it was called, Dear Bernard. It was written by this um this girl named Heather, and it was it was mostly like like lesbian women, <laughs> and and I think I remember the first the first the first run of it. I think me and one other guy were the only. Uh, straight guys. I was gonna say, it. were you playing a lesbian? No, no, I was just like a background <laughs> guy. And then throughout the show, I ended up getting like lines and bigger roles and other things. But it was, it was, it was really great. It was called Dear Bernard, and it was like a moment of my life that was so random, and I enjoyed it uh, highly. Well, you're a good performer, but was it hard to adjust to the cameras on the reality show? For real, for real. Uh, I mean. Uh, it it was it was awkward, you know. It's but I've been you know being behind the camera, working with casting, working with actors. Right? Doesn't that make it even scarier? No, because I'm just it's I I get it. I've right. always been around it, and you know I've in the past I've from casting I've had some like some of our directors like, Bo, would you want to say this line? And I would be like, of course I'm not going to turn down a commercial that it, you know back then you could at least make like fifty grand. Oh. Yes. So just knowing directors, knowing people did a stupid music video, I think, when I was like 26. Let's talk about that music Let's not, video. No, I literally, <laughs> I can't even believe I said that. We're not going there. So I've been around cameras, but just being just the the first scene I did was like nerve wracking because and the second scene I did. But then I, were those, I, where were those? That was at the Belmont when we were it was I think it was Stasi and, and Tom. And so but at least it was like it was in my bar. I felt comfortable, right? Even though that I had my friends all in the inside of the bar, staring, staring at me, being dicks, like, oh, like doing faces. <laughs> so I'm like, if I looked weird, it was like because I'm trying to focus. But then also, in the corner of my eye, I see all my friends like laughing at me. So yeah, no, it was it was it was nerve wracking. But then I just I became friends with you know the camera guys and the sound guys, and they're all fantastic. The right. producers are fantastic. The show is is like you know it's like everyone is a family, and it's um. 
I don't know. It's now I'm just now I'm just used to it. Also, Stasi gave me like certain things to do, like not don't do and do this, and this is okay. Right. So I had like a guideline of certain things. Like you had like a not. like a um, cliff notes to how to be a reality TV star. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was that that helped. Because there there is definitely like I, I, I'm and I because I, I at this point now. I've probably been around you guys when you're filming, like in the background, in the corner, crying to myself about like, I don't know, I'm going to say like three or four times because sometimes I just come out and stay with you guys or I'll be out in L.A. for work. And then you're like, oh, come meet us here. And then I'm like, wait, there's like an entire production crew here. What the hell is going on? But like watching you guys do it, I can I can definitely see that there's like an art to it. Not that it's fake. I want to be very clear on that, but like that there's definitely like. Like it's it's like you go into a zone. It's like the way like I talk the same when the microphones are off pretty much. But like there's just like like a, a switch that goes on. Like when I sit in front of a microphone to podcast, do my radio show. And it's the same thing with the reality TV cameras. I just have to like you got to give me those those blueprints. I I, I need like some like I tips just, and tricks. I, I just feel like, you know, it's just like relationships or anything. Just listen. I think most people are, you know, when you're in a I'm fight, fucked. you know, when you're a fight, you're when and you're angry at your partner, you're just ready to go back at it. Yes. So this is just a normal conversation. Like sometimes I feel like people might not not like the cast members, but just like in in my mind, maybe they're trying to be funnier instead of just being themselves and being authentic. Uh-huh. That might be that might be something that's weird. But I for me, I'm just like, listen, talk back and be present. It's kind like of how like, you would do in your normal life. It's kind of like improv. Right, I guess, but this is like we're not, we're not, we're not improv your real life. People are like, I had friends call, I had friends call me up when I was crying last year on camera, and they're like, "Dude, your acting skills are good." I'm like, "I wish, bro, <laughs> I wish." Do you think I want to cry with my my shirt off and my fat gut? Like, I thought, I, you know, I'm like, no, bro. That that when when that one commercial I did that really made me an actor that well that I'm able to am I from directing actors that much am I able to ball my eyes out you're out of your mind but like okay so for in that moment like you were crying you had your shirt off I don't think you have a gut but like you were so in the moment so you just well, I wasn't what? just in the moment I was Stasi and I were fighting, fighting. and I was upset but like, just, but, but like the second the cameras come in aren't you like fuck or no at that point you're just like so in it no we were already fighting when they came in so there was already that stuff and then like can you I ever say it get now. out <laughs> I I mean I guess you could but I I don't I don't think you can because <laughs> isn't that what your job is I guess it's a good point yeah um, it's like if I, I just walked I, out of my radio show yeah, yeah I was like you know what I've got nothing else to say bye and just walked out I mean I'd, I'd say get out because but also Stasi called me a narc when she was on on our Bravo <laughs> Con because I was the one like telling like something would happen with Stasi and I was like yeah we had a little thing last night so then they would come in and you know film us talking about it. And she's like, why'd you tell them that? Because now that's give now. And I was like, oh, well, my bad. She's like, you're a, you're a narc. And I'm like, but aren't they supposed to be honest? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Speaking of BravoCon, what was it like? I'm, I'm just like, I'm dying to know. So I'm not to brag, guys, but I'm, um, I'm a certified Bravoholic. Which means that I Bravo like knows that I like to watch Bravo and that I talk about Bravo on my podcast. So I basically got to go to like, I don't know, they had like a press day where we all came and we viewed like some new shows that were coming and like some super trailers and there was like some panels that we watched. It was like super small. And so that that made me a certified Bravoholic for life. And so all certified Bravoholics for BravoCon, which was like sold out in two seconds flat. They like I I don't think that they anticipated how fucking huge it was gonna be. Um, which is kind of crazy. But anyway, so people like were I was getting crazy texts from people like, Can you get me tickets? Can I be your plus one? And there was like none of that going on. Like BravoCon was like, it was crazy, like lockdown, like I've never seen before. So I had access as a Bravo holic. So like I had a bracelet, I could go to all the panels, but I was only allowed to go to one night event. And so I had Elton John Saturday, so I couldn't go to the Vanderpump party. Um, I w- was specifically told I was not allowed to go to Watch What Happens Live because they said to me, you've been to so many Watch What Happens Live like it, with Stassi, so can you like let other people experience that? Oh, we snuck in. I'm so pissed. We, we weren't allowed. We, there was a green room for like all the plus ones and fiancés and, and everything and boyfriends and girlfriends. And Randall, Randall Emmett yep. and I, we were like, he's like, we went to the, we follow, we're just like, he's like, Bo, Bo, let's follow the girl, let's follow them in, right? So then we we get onto the side of the stage thinking that we can just watch on the side of the stage. 
and then some PA and a headset. It's like, okay, all the plus ones, you guys, you need to go back to the green room. Go back to the green room. But there was no TVs in the green room. So everyone right. was just sitting there. The bar, they already finished with vodka before we even went down there. So Randall's like, I'm not going to have, he's like, I've been, he's like, I've been in production for so long. I'm going to have a PA tell me what to do. <laughs> Bo, this way. So we jumped down to the side of the stage, cut through the side alleyways, went all the way back to the, the front of the theater, which is basically the back of the theater right. where people walk in. And we found the bar. We creeped up through the bar. And then it was like right when the show was kind of started. So we started getting drinks. But then people, like I had my hat down, head in the corner, but people started seeing us and I didn't want to be a distraction or right. get, get in trouble. Were people coming over trying to take pictures and stuff? Yeah, and they, did, and they did for a while and it was fine. But it's like, I have like this 10 picture thing, but it's like, and then I get anxiety because I'm, oh, so I'm not used to you this. You can take 10 pictures and then you start to have a panic and then, attack. Yeah, because you have all of a sudden it's like, it's like, I just want to get a drink or if I'm waiting for a drink and people aren't very like considerate. <laughs> so it's like, I'm wait, or I'm waiting on, for the big and I get poked. In the back. Oh yeah, you're their property. And then, Didn't and then, you know that? And then, and then, and then, yeah. Well, that's what it's starting to feel like. And then I just I ignore it because it's not the first time this has happened. So then I get poked again. And then like this one woman just came right up to my face. Hey, poke! And I'm like, oh my! I'm like, really? <laughs> and I knew what she was doing, so I acted extra scared. I'm like, oh my god, what? What is? You know, I'm I'm being nice about it, but what the hell? Who who says that? Being a Bravo celebrity at BravoCon is like being in a haunted house. It's it, it was <laughs> or no because then I would be I would I would haunted house they want to run away from run want to run away from me. <laughs> this was like I'm no this, no this, you're I, the one I, walking through the haunted house. Oh yes oh yeah a thousand percent oh I get it <laughs> yes. I get it. So then it's like I, everything's like, jumping out of you. I'm first I'm like ah, I'm, I was scared to take it because I we knew we weren't supposed to be there. Right. And then I was like I can't I'm not. And then one person came in they're like oh and they said something about like Stasi's show they went they were coming to the show so then I was like okay and then and then from that one other people saw and then it just like there was literally like a small line. And then Randall's like Randall's like ducking his head. I'm like, oh no, bro, oh no, bro, you get, lift that head up, you and me together. Yep. And then uh, and they it was just like whoa. And then we went up to like some of the security guards like t saw this and they took us up to the top balcony. Okay, nice. And there was a couple extra seats left, so then we just sat there and looking down and and watched. So watching your Instagram story, yeah, because that that was when I was like, oh shit, like Bo's sitting in the audience, and I was like, fuck, I could have been sitting with Bo, but now hearing that story. No fucking way would I have been singing with you. Yeah, it Jerry O'Connell was like in the general population a portion of the audience. But the thing is, is that Jer Jerry's an actor and he's like he I feel like people, you know, what Snaz says is that they've been watching her life for so long and uh -huh. they see the realness so they connect more rather than Jerry playing roles. Right. Jerry's a host, you know, so he's right. fine with taking a couple photos, but people don't like freak out when like they see him like they see other bravo people right hey guys it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors just fab i am completely obsessed with just fab i have to kind of be like always updating my wardrobe and changing my outfits and that shiz gets expensive but not with just fab they've got all the cutest styles at affordable prices you can like constantly update your closet okay so right now i'm totally obsessing over their organza sleeve top they have it in a bunch of different colors it's casual enough for day but then like also at night with like a statement necklace or like fab earrings you can like totally dress it up and then also i am jonesing for these dominique mesh pumps perfect for the holidays they got like a little sparkle on the toe and the rest is like mesh and see-through Trey Sexay. You got to go to their new arrivals collection page so you can see all the trending pieces. Also, when you go there, you've got to take their Just Fabs quick and easy 60 second style quiz for personalized alpha recommendations. It's like a very easy to navigate. And also, the checkout process is a breeze. If you check out as a VIP, okay, you're going to get 30 to 50% off retail pricing and free shipping on orders over $39. Plus, the best part is, is that there's no commitment to order on a regular basis. You can skip any month, any time. Ladies, if you're ready to upgrade your seasonal wardrobe with affordable, trending pieces, then you've got to check out Just Fab. Get your first Just Fab style for as low as $10 as a VIP. That's 75% off your first item with my special link. Just go to justfab.com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R, to take advantage of this deal right now. Again, that's justfab.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R to get your first style for as low as $10 as a VIP. You can also get free shipping on any order over $39, and there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. And make sure to enter your email address when you take the style quiz because you'll be able to receive exclusive discounts and the inside scoop about new collections that haven't been released yet. What are you waiting for? Go to justfab.com slash Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Terms and conditions do apply. And now back to the podcast. Okay, so first of all, break down, watch what happens live for me because it was, I, 
I was so okay, like turning that down. So I ended up saying, I'll, I'll go to the countess. I ended up not going because it was so much later on Sunday than I anticipated. And I just like had to get ready for the tour. There was just too much work to be done. So I didn't get to go to see the countess. But I had such deep FOMO for the Watch What Happens live, live BravoCon event. Like it looked insane. Break it down. It was cool. I mean, they just would bring in like how did you see? Did you at least watch it? No, I haven't watched oh, yeah, it yet. I haven't watched it. So, I mean, it was a, it was two hours. I think they filmed it. They cut it down to whatever. Uh-huh. And they just brought out every show. So what shows were there? Like most, like mostly every show. I feel like all the Housewives, Vanderpump, um, the Below Deck. Yep. Um, Medicine, Married to Medicine. Um, was Southern Charm out there? Southern, oh, yeah. Southern yep. Charm. Um, Did they bring out Summer House? No, actually, they didn't bring out Summer House. I mean, they, I think they had like 77 Bravo celebrities. 79. Holy shit. 79. So it What was, was your favorite part? I mean, it wasn't like a favorite part. You know what I mean? It was just cool to see. I mean, I loved when like uh, the New York Housewives came out. For some reason, Sonia wasn't there. I heard. What the fuck? She lives I, I in know. New York. Yeah. It's like I, deeply unacceptable. I was like, I was like, where's where's Sonia? And, uh, oh, Sonia's, Sonia's your, your get at a jail free card, right? If you could sleep with any housewife, you're allowed to sleep with Sonia. Was I, that the rule? I, th- I think it was. I don't remember. That was, a, or, that didn't was like, you, or didn't you say Kelly said, Ben Simone? Which, is she the redhead? Well, no. No. Well, <laughs> well wait, wait. Who, Jill Zarin's the redhead. No, no. Actually, I, I end up, yeah. Uh, I end up meeting Jill's dog. That's another story. Wait, wait, what? Uh, yeah. Wait well, a I second. Met, yeah. Dogs were allowed at Bravo? No, no, no. This was at dinner, but I met, <laughs> I, met, I met Jill and her dog. But that's another story. Um, no, she was like the, the she was like the hot housewife from uh, like four years back that we met at the that we met at the New York Fashion Show. Oh, like that's two Kelly. Years ago. Yeah, she's Ke- got like 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 light brown hair. Oh, okay, whatever. I thought she, <laughs> I thought she had like orange streaks or whatever. It doesn't matter. But <laughs> I, I would I didn't say her because she's like very attractive, and I feel like if the, if the, it, if we did meet, Stassi would be like, oh, hell no. And thank God I said no to her because we did meet. And Stassi wasn't like, oh, he's staring at her. Oh <laughs> but I think it, so I think it was Sonia. And you know what's so funny about Kelly? I, I've known Kelly for years and years and years. And she's been she's always been so nice to me. And I really do love Kelly. But like Kelly gets crushes on guys, whether they're single or in a relationship. She doesn't give a fuck. Like one of my really good friends, um, was, Kelly is obsessed with her husband <laughs> and they were driving in the Hamptons oh, yeah. last hell summer. No. Hell no. And literally they're driving and Kelly was like running as always like in East Hampton and my friend was like everybody get down <laughs> because they, if she had spotted her husband it would have been like she would have never left. Like never. Oh that's funny. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's funny. Kelly Ben Simone is she's a little bit of a horny monster. Well get it. <laughs> get I it. Say? Get it. Oh Kelly, oh Kelly. Yeah, but watch it. I mean, watch it. It was just, it, it was just more of you know, it's like panels, so you're talking. So it's like they, I don't think they did any fun games or like that, or maybe they did. It, that was the first night. That was the first. That night. was the first night that I went. So that was like after the next night, Vanderpump, and then we had a panel on Sunday. Yeah, all that that first night became a blur. The the so Friday night was a blur, and then Saturday was the actual Vanderpump party. What was that like? It looked like it looked like you guys were in like Ibiza. Seeing like Avicii perform. Well, before then, then they did the Vanderpump party, right? Or uh, in the same theater, which I think it was the Hammerstein or Stein, and that was overly packed. There was people standing around, and then we had like I think an hour to chill. And I, again, I we snuck back in to the same spot to uh, watch the Vanderpump. So a lot of sneaking things. going on. You and yeah. Randall, sneaky, sneaky snooks. Yep. Well, we were you know we were the plus one, so yeah. it's like you, you know. And then um, went back to the green room, and then the party started. I know we went out to dinner, and then the party started. And I, it was crazy. That party was crazy. They, th- like, you know how you have, like, roped off areas? Yes. But it's not like those are chains. Right. And those those sticks are not implanted in the ground. Right. So we get there, and there's this corner. And let's, I don't know, let's just say maybe it's, like, 15 feet wide by, I don't know, like, 30 feet long. And, you know, everyone's in there, and that's already packed. But then within, like, 10 minutes, it's... It, all of a sudden the crowd just starts pushing the rope oh my and next thing you know it's like we have 10 feet and then we have eight feet and and like we're just getting and then people are like grabbing <laughs> pulling and i'm you know everyone else has been doing this so it's you know Beatle everyone mania. else is like happy like they're totally fine with selfies but i'm getting were people like, like fainting on the ground like, like, no, like well i i wanted to i know stassi did but then we went upstairs but it was just like there was so much people there and they were getting drunk yeah and you know seeing their fans i could totally see how excited they were i mean it was it was it was kind of surreal but for me i am not used to that 
you know, we, I, I get it when I, when we, when I walk out to stage for the show, yeah. people scream, but I'm on the stage. I don't have, you know, but this was like, it was intense. It was overwhelming. And I just kept drinking. And then I was just like, I literally was just like, I'm, I'm feeling claustrophobic and I really just want to go right now, Stassi. And she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, I just really have to get out of here. And it, I think one time it was when we were, when I was walking down, it, I did one photo in my hyper, 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 what do you call it? Like Ventilate? hypoventilating, hyperventilating, hypoventilate. God, I can't even say that. <laughs> little, I'm, I'm learning all new words that I just can't say very well. And I remember someone was like, like I took a photo and they're like, follow there. And she's like, will you follow me? I'm like, Oh, I can't. And they're like, asshole. <laughs> and I was like, and I, and then, and then Stasi told me the same thing that happened to her. And I was like, Oh my God, that happened to me too. And I'm like, I won't, what, Wait, why am I an asshole? So I'm trying to envision this. Okay. So like you guys are at this Hammerstein. It was, I think it's the ballroom yeah, the big and it's ballroom. like fucking huge. And it looked like, it's like three, four levels. It looked like there were different levels. So y'all were like down on level one. We were on the floor and, yeah, they and then you were like corner. In, and so you they, were like, and, and how many people would you say were like in the Vanderpump party crew? Cause I like, I saw on Katie's Instagram and some of the summer house people were in there. Well, they came in later. Yeah. So, but it was like a party. So anyone who wanted to come, if you're on the show, you could, you know, go into the, the little blocked off area they had for Bravo people. Right. So you, so there's a Bravo, like basically like a pen where you guys are like, ex like cattle. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm in a zoo, <laughs> except there's no glass and the ropes are moving. And I wish I was a snake <laughs> and I would bite. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it was like the Harry Potter thing where the kid's like fucking with a snake and all of a sudden Harry Potter turns the glass and the kid falls in and he's like, the snake's all on him and shit. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, and then so when you guys weren't at the BravoCon stuff, there was like so many Bravo celebrities there. So obviously you're hanging out with your own castmates, but who else were you guys hanging out with a lot? Well, in the beginning we had, there was like a waiting room before you would do some of the panels. So it's like I saw the Countess and... Um, what did you say to her? The same thing I saw a lot when I, when I went to the green room when I went to her show last last year. Remind when, me? I, was, I said, oh my God, I'm such a big fan. And I, like, I had my Bovani shirt on. And then she just, she's like, oh yeah, Stassi's boyfriend. And then she's like, you're stepping on my dress. <laughs> and I looked down and by the end of the night, I was so drunk and I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry. And then she walked away. But she was very nice. But I was like, I felt so stupid. <laughs> so when I came up to her this time, I like, checked my feet and made sure they were planted before I came up and gave her a hug. Oh my God. One, I, I had a, a night one time. I've been to watch What Happens Live with Stassi so many times. I don't even remember when it was, how many years ago. But it was before Gigi Hadid was like Gigi Hadid. It was like when Gigi was um, Yolanda's daughter. And it was Stassi and Yolanda that night. And so Yolanda like came back to say like hi in the green room. And I was so fucking wasted, like white girl wasted before the show started. I had to watch the show with like one eye closed, like a pirate. So I could like not see like 15 of them on stage. And um, she came in and I was like that sloppy drunk girl. And I smashed my wine glass on the ground. And Yolanda like could not have been more turned off by me and my behavior. And also Gigi too. They were definitely sober. And now I, every time I see posters of Gigi, like everywhere in Times Square, oh, I just get like a pang of bathos. Like I was a drunk, sloppy <laughs> mess. Not that they know who the fuck I am, but still, that was my moment. Oh, yeah. That's not that's not the best version of myself I want to be. So are you gonna, do you think you'll ever see her again? Never. <laughs> okay. I actually see Gigi all the time at Soho House in New York. But yeah, I just constantly throw glasses of wine at her so she can remember me. <laughs> you got to throw them down hard. Yeah, no, it was it was a, it was fun. And then I think the Saturday, the Sunday, like woke up just wrecked. hung over, wrecked, and then we had to go do a panel. And I I just kept saying like, oh my god, oh my god, I don't feel good. Like I am so hungover. And then I was like, it's I'm just totally gonna have a cocktail because sometimes maybe the hair of the dog. And then that didn't help. And then there was sandwiches, there was pizza, and I'm just like, why, man? I gotta get on a stage and like and talk with people. And then it was just like I was literally panicked. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm like, there was like this hallway. We had a waiting room in a hallway in between other waiting rooms. And I'm like, fuck it. I'm just gonna lay down on the ground, like it's like snow angeling this dirty ass carpet, which who knows what has been on there. And then I don't know who which who these women were. And but it was like they were all dressed up very nice. They were either doing a panel or coming or uh, or coming back from a panel. But like five women walk in and I'm just on the ground with a beer and a, like a sandwich on my chest, <laughs> like looking at my phone and they walk by looking at me. And it's just like the disgust and appall look. And I was sitting there going like, 
oh my God, I feel so embarrassed. But then I'm like, well, maybe that's a good, I mean, that's just like a normal Vanderpump look, you know, everyone's hungover. And I'm like, you know, at least I'm adding to the, uh, <laughs> to the flair of Vanderpump. At least I'm being, I'm being, I'm being honest. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and, and then we, you know, we, we went out on stage and like everything was fine. And I, I think I was funny and, and, You're always and, funny. and, and I was like, I always, I always feel like I'm more funny when I'm hungover and do what, well do better no we were talking about this last night i'm definitely better when i'm hungover stassi is the same and Bo, welcome to the hangover club yeah i'm like when i'm sober i'm boring i need to keep drinking to sustain this like level of entertaining (laughs) you know and then you always think about that and then i was like maybe you know do i have a problem And you I'm, know what? Let's never ask ourselves that question. I don't want. I don't want to know the answer. I literally just for shits and giggles, I got my blood test done like three three times in the last year, just just to see. Uh-huh. And the doctor's like, everything's fine. And I'm like, okay, cool. Left that hospital, left that doctor's office, and I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, where's everyone at? They're like Belmont. I'm like, see you there in five. <laughs> <laughs> um, who outside of your cast, like, did you bond the most with? That was other Bravo celebrities. Like who were you hanging out with the most? Oh, uh, I want to say Craig and Austin. I had that was the first time I met Austin. I've met Craig a couple times. Isn't Austin times. great? Austin is great. He's Craig so down is to great. Earth. Yeah. Um, we had a pool table in our room, so we played a bunch of games of pool. Craig beat me. Austin and I beat him and Randall. So it was like it was like a bittersweet. But yeah, I really like those guys. Those are like really cool. My my friend, Fat Carrie Bradshaw, that's like his Instagram handle. His name's Chris Burns. Um, And so he did a couple of the Summer House like panels. He was hosting it and they were backstage in the green room. And he like is very, very friendly with the Summer House cast. So Carl kept calling him Fat Carrie, Fat Carrie Bradshaw or Fat Carrie. And Craig was like wasted and like didn't get what was going on because, you know, like his name's Chris. And he was like, you can't do that. So he was like, man, that's not cool. He started like yelling at Carl. He was like, Carl, that's not cool, man. And he walked over to my friend Chris Burns, a.k.a. Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And he's like, yo, man, to me, you're just Gary. He thought it, he was calling him Fat Gary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's funny. I love Carl too. Like when we had to do that summer house crossover. Kyle, Kyle, and and Carl and Amanda just like they've you know we had dinner with them well before the BravoCon and I love those guys too. Oh my God, Fat Gary. And then Craig was that's... like, "I'll make you a pillow man, and we'll just say Gary." <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh, Craig, what a sweet heart. That's what I'm saying. You can, you, can tell, you can tell when people are genuine and like the fact that they're, you know, they're actually like normal, cool people. <laughs> anyway, okay, Bo, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. It's been a dream. It's a dream to do it. Maybe we can do it not in a bathroom next time. That would be phenomenal. That would be great. You know, and, and you're then that one studio with the the no heat, like we did it that one <laughs> oh that one winter. <laughs> I mean, listen, Bo, honestly, only the best for my podcast guests, you know. I make them literally come to my apartment and there's like a movie theater. So we go in the movie theater that I have to like sign out and like there's constantly like other people live in the building walking in and out. Um, my freezing cold radio studio. Or, you know, sitting on the bathroom floor with my portable Zoom. Well, I've learned it with Snossy. It's like she does it in her, pot- in her apartment. Sometimes the UPS guy will knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes we'll Postmates, you know, Saucy or, well, no, you can't Postmates Saucy. Sometimes we'll just order alcohol. <laughs> I don't know. All right. This has been fun. Bo, thank you. I love you so much. Love you. Um, Bo, where can everybody follow you? Mm. You know how I'm always bad with this. At? No. You don't want to plug your Instagram? No, because I never, I'm never like that plug. I don't need to. Like, I'm not like the thirsty guy who needs. A, <laughs> the who problem needs a is, plug. I don't know how to say your thing, so I can't promote it for you. You don't Follow have to. At you know, I'm the good. good, the bad, the boo, boogie, yeah. bougie. No, bogey. No, that's right. <laughs> good luck spelling that, guys. <laughs> Fuck it. They already follow you anyway, you dick. Follow me at Taylor Strecker. Uh, that's it for us today, this week. We'll be back next week with another phenomenal podcast. Next week is Thanksgiving. Ooh la la. Gobble, gobble, Who bitches. Who will I have on? It's a, like friends and family. It's a, it's a Friendsgiving special. Um, that's it. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And yeah, back next week. Bye, guys. Bye.